Hey, it's Saturday, March 11th, and this is Season 2, Episode 2 of... The Pickle Slayers of Boredom Podcast! Mm. All right. So we're back to it. Mm-hmm. This time on schedule. Yeah, on schedule. We will be for the next one, too, actually. And then again, it will be and a mess. Yeah, it'll be a mess. Sorry. <laughs> hey, man, I got kids' birthdays. I got children that have birthdays. Uh, hey, I think or my excuses are way worse, but... In like that they're not excuses at all, but they happen. So either way. Yeah, man. Life happens, as they say. That's true. Yeah, man. So what's good? What are, what are we jumping into? Let's jump right into it. We have a we have a You don't argue a about window last of us yet? And the amount of zombie. Alright, yeah. Okay, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Forever okay, you're gonna get spoiled if you haven't seen it yet. I don't think you have to, because it's just the amount of zombies that that's I all we're talking about. about. Okay, so yeah, that's true. So, if you are not aware, Last of Us was a video game that uh, had two, two different, what would you call them? You know, sequels? No, one, two games. There were two separate games, the first and the second. And uh, we're in the first season of a television show that's an adaptation, I mean, apparently, of the first game. Um, Danny well, wants more zombies. It's not as loose. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. It's really not that loose. I was talking to my buddy about this, and, you know, he and I are on the same page. That, like, the zombie thing is kind of, over, like, oversaturated. I mean, he's not really into it to begin with, but... Um, like I'd mentioned to you, that like I don't think anything can be topped from the Twenty Eight Days Later zombies. Like that's that's the most terrifying in my opinion, as far as like the overwhelming. Like it's also realistic too. Like they starve out at the end; they don't have food. They starve out and die. So it's actually not really like a global ending thing. I guess it could be it by could the end be. of the second movie. But anyways, twenty eight weeks later, it's a rage virus that comes. Uh, so like they're not twenty eight days later. Sorry, twenty eight days later, yeah. and they're not um zombies per se because they're not dead. They just have this rage virus. So they're still a human with the same human life cycles. You know, you, you shoot them up in the body it's, and they die. It's not a headshot to kill these guys. Yeah, it's it's a virus that basically just makes you go into an all-out rage and start vomiting blood. And I mean, super unrealistic, creepy, terrifying shit. But yeah. the thing that's different from, like, you know, The Walking Dead or... It's actually not different from The Last of Us because the zombies will run after you in that one. Um, actually, they do kind of stagger off after you. But either way, I mean, there's... Regardless... The zombies in 28 Days Later are just it was totally overwhelming. Be- they can run as fast as they can, jump, climb, like crazy, crazy shit. Yeah, if you get spotted, um, you got to run like as fast as you can. Yeah, and there's a lot of chase scenes in those movies. And, yeah. Um, but regardless, there is oversaturation, but at the same time, I think the Cordyceps zombies in uh, Last of Us kind of have, they just, they have a uniqueness to them, like... Again, 28 Days Later is the most terrifying to me, but again, it's just, like, blood coming out of the eyes, blah, blah, blah. The cordyceps thing is interesting, like, the way they grow, like, fungus on them, and they develop through, like, you know, different stages to become bloaters or whatever um, from clickers and and what have you. Um, I think they're unique in a way that kind of draws me to it, but obviously the storyline is incredible, especially when you get to the second game, which will be the second season, which if they ruin all, whatever. But I'm just saying about the show adaptation, it, it just seems to me a show that's about, like, zombies... There sure aren't a lot of zombies. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the human episodes in the human com. What you're five episodes in, six episodes in top. We're eight episodes. Eight episodes already. What are you talking about? Last Last of Us. Us. Yeah, there's been eight episodes. Man, it's flying by me so fast. Still, how many episodes are in the season? And nine's the last one. Which again, the preview does seem to show a lot of. If you're caught up, does seem to show a lot of uh, a lot of zombie or cordyceps zombie whatever inhuman action whatever the hell you want to call it. 
Well, oh. it, to me, it feels like, just like in uh, Breaking Bad was one of my favorite shows of all time. And that first season, I almost didn't go on because I was like, Ugh, it's just so much character development, whatever. But it was so necessary to give a shit when things went down. You know, and so that's what I think you got with something like Last of Us that's building an environment showing you all these new people, factions, personalities. Yeah, it's it's the human conflict and the human connection and, and love that's being explored. And, and I get that. And that honestly, that makes more sense for like a, a TV show. I mean, you want to try and... Um, yeah. the, the game is obviously going to be more violent and have more zombies and I get it. But even in the cutscenes, even in like, you know, this last episode when she was with David, that religious cult leader, lunatic, cannibal, rapist, horrible human... Um, spoiler like the, alert. Yeah, whatever there was a scene in the game I mean this isn't really spoiling much she meets a guy who happens to you know fit the description I just described there and he's um, but there is a scene in the game where they're in like this this abandoned house like waiting for the other dude to come back with medicine so she can take it to Joel and they, they encounter the zombie horde you know what I mean they fight off and I thought you know HBO like you know you have the money to do it why not have that scene but they just skipped it all together yeah. Um, the rest of it was pretty accurate. I mean, even down to like the, the scene where, um, well, you know, the final conflict happens at the end yeah, yeah, of the yeah. episode for not spoiling it all the way. But if you played the game, you know what happened. It's almost scene for scene, like cut, you know, yeah, it's the pretty way good. It goes down. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. good. I, yeah. I like the way they did it. Um, the dude, his David sidekick, I can't remember his name. Is it John or something? I don't know, whatever. But yeah. he was actually, his name's, uh, I can't remember his name, but he voiced Joel in the game. Oh, which no is cool. Shit. Yeah. That is cool. Um, Troy, is it Troy Baker? Does that does that sound right? Or am I just making shit up? Now, nah, if you got it right, I wouldn't know. So mm. you're not going to nail it with me. Well, somebody out there might. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for the last episode. I think as far as video game adaptations goes, this is one of the best. Regard whether it be a TV show or a movie. Yeah. Um. Although I do enjoy Uncharted. A lot of people hated it, but I thought it was fun. So leave me alone. Mm. Man, whatever. Tom Tom Holland may be a better (laughs) Spider-Man than he is a Nathan Drake, but it's, I don't know, man. It was a feel-good, fun little action movie, and there were little bits where you heard, like, some of the music, and you're like, ah. I'm a huge Uncharted fan, whatever. I'm a huge Uncharted fan, too, but when I saw Mark Wahlberg was involved, I was like, oh, they don't know what this is. (laughs) So I'm sure he probably doesn't. I did watch it, but I didn't really pay attention. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into it. All right, man. uh, Yeah, let's get in six minutes recap. Yeah. Um, okay, well, yeah, topics today, it's gonna, gonna be kind of interesting, we're gonna go into a little bit of a, what I think is kind of a conspiracy theory, but, yeah, but you think is, I don't think it's a conspiracy theory, I think really? it's completely justifiable, but, uh, just do, what do you mean justifiable, what, what, all right, well, here, uh, what listen are up. you, we what our government allegedly did, or, <laughs> yeah, I okay, well, let me, let me tell you, let me just tell you how I, I came upon this topic real quick. Okay. So a buddy of mine who is, you know, a tad bit of a conspiracy theorist when it comes to vaccines and whatever. Again, I don't name names in this show until people decide to come on and volunteer their names or via phone, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, you know, you got to check out, check out like the Nerf stream or the North stream. Like he's like spelled it all wrong. I was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh yeah, the Nord stream pipeline. And I was like, what? He was like, he was like, our, you know, Biden and our government did this and that and did this to it. And I was like, all right, whatever. Like, I'm, I'll, I'll see what's going on. So I searched up the Nord Stream. I'd actually completely forgotten that it had been sabotaged. And the Nord Stream pipeline goes from Russia to Germany, um, where a lot of, a lot of, um, I think, uh, Eastern Europe, or I'm sorry, Western Europe gets, uh, gets their oil. Natural gas. Yeah, natural gas. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, so it's natural gas. Yeah. Is it the same thing? I don't even know. No. No, natural yeah, gas, like, could w- be. they, it's, yeah, gas, it was an underwater oil, pipeline, gas. 
And um, when it when they you know they blew it up essentially and yeah. disrupted it the at the top of the surface you just saw bubbles like a boiling sure, water yeah. whereas if it was oil you would have seen black yeah I'm an idiot okay so natural gas pipeline yeah um <laughs> hey we're not cutting it that's for sure <laughs> um hey you know I'll admit when I'm dumb hey, it happens um oh it, ha- it happens a lot <laughs> um either way so and it goes to Germany. Uh, and it was sabotage. If you remember, I don't know. Yeah. All the bubbles flowing in from the top. So it's like, Oh, who did this? This is weird. I think eventually everybody, or in, at first everyone was like, Oh, well it's gotta be Putin just trying to sabotage his own pipeline. And I'm sitting there thinking like, I mean, I don't know. The guy probably needs as much money as possible yeah. so far to keep this war machine going in Ukraine. No, it was definitely but, a terrorist attack against Putin. Sure. You know? Um, so the question still remained, I guess who did this and I had forgotten about it. And then this guy named, uh, Seymour Hirsch, uh, who, Actually, you know, he's, I think he won some awards for his journalism and stuff. Like this is why at, I believe him. Yeah, sure. I mean, he's done he's done some good work all the way back to, I think, like Vietnam and stuff like that. Yeah, I, um, I could shed some light on that. And just for, for some clarity, this pipeline, the Nord Stream pipeline was sabotaged in September of 2022. So this was fairly recent. Yeah. Uh, during the Ukraine war, and it feels like, it, it, you know, it did feel like maybe Russia's put in the pinch because they had all kinds of uh, sanctions put on them. For all of their natural gas and oil exports and things like that. So they're like, well, here, we'll blow this up to show you how much you need what we have. But when you break it down, like you said, dollar amounts, they would have screwed themselves dollar wise. So this was definitely an attack against them. But now who did it? And uh, the prevailing idea is that it was a rogue because Kiev, uh, which is Ukraine, is denying we didn't have anything to do with this. We didn't sanction anything like this. And then um, the U.S. is saying that through their research, it's been... Uh, a rogue Ukrainian, pro-Ukrainian group that did it, correct? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I honestly, I haven't, I have only seen that, you know, people from the current administration, from Biden's administration have just said that they flat out deny it. I'm just like, oh, whatever. Even McConnell denied it too. I saw a thing where McConnell was like, well, that's just not true. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, I mean, I, I just, I could see why we would want to do it. I just, the story just sounds so... I mean, it could be a movie. It sounds awesome. Yeah. To be honest, at least with the Seymour Hirsch guys coming. I'd be, and I believe that his article said that he had one unnamed uh, informant on all this, right? He, he Wasn't did, it? to protect the informant. Sure. I mean, but I, I know, This is a guy in his history, like Danny brought up quickly. I know I, I researched him a little bit more to see uh, credibility-wise. Yeah. And uh, when you were saying the Vietnam scenario, it was uh, the My Lai Massacre. And it sure. was a time when... Um, we weren't doing well, and they the apparently the captain of the, of these three battalions or whoever was in charge of going into this area, where yeah, they, they wiped were, out like a whole a whole village. Well, f- first they said it's open open fire. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want, civilian, non civilian. Go ahead. Yeah, and they then, didn't know who was part of the uh, Viet Cong. Yeah, not. and then they uh, but they also bombed the area around. So anybody that was trying to flee, knowing that danger was on the way, it forced them back into this area. At that point, time of bombing. Yeah. Napalm, Agent, Agent Orange, I'm uh, assuming. I don't know the type. It was something along the lines of their, it was hitting their uh, path. So, uh, like, it seemed more of, like, a barrage scenario. Probably Napalm. Um, but, yeah, could have been. At that time, that was I mean, a, they that used was it a lot. But either way, so they forced these uh, civilians back in, and they killed uh, women, children, and elderly. About This is the Americans. Killed 500 civilians with gang rape, everything you could imagine in the worst-case scenarios. And then it was covered up. Uh, this, Tiger Force. This, There's a book on that, I think, maybe. Yeah. This guy comes out uh, and pretty much breaks the story. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and is and that was through an unknown source as well in that time. And everybody doubted him, didn't believe him, blah, 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 blah. And then it comes out, he gets his Pulitzer Prize. He's also uh, won multiple Polk Awards, which I'm not even really familiar with how prestigious that award is, but it was listed amongst his accolades, so I imagine it is. It's Polk, like P-O-L-K, P-O-L-K, if you want to look like it up. the president. But, um, and so he's, he's, you know, revered as reporting well and accurately, and then he's coming out and saying he has Sure, so he has, he has accolades and awards. I mean, he's he's... You know, ostensibly from what we can find, he is a, a responsible, acclaimed journalist. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is just, I mean, the story that he that he tells is crazy. It's awesome. Like, there's this, what, there's a, a naval unit that apparently it's is detached from special forces. But he claims in that article that since they are detached from special forces, they don't have to report to, um, I guess members of Congress or the Biden administration, whatever, as far as like their military actions, which now that I'm kind of starting to think about, it, I guess that makes sense just to kind of like grease the wheels and keep them going. But, or wait, did I have it backwards? They said that special forces wouldn't have to go through, or no, they do have to go through. They're, they're not special forces. They don't basically need um, to, to be sanctioned to do action. Sure. Yeah. So, it was, I think it was like a group in Norway, like some professional divers that they worked with. And then that's how they were able to like, they had help from Norway and were able to sabotage it that way. So we're talking about another government involved there. And I just, uh, I don't know. It's it, certainly a daring exercise too to go down there and like blow, blow. I mean, obviously they had to use some sort of, uh, detonation device. I'm assuming from like far away, like after, yeah, like you plan it. And then like after some time, you just, you know, detonate it. That was the crux of that. That really had me leaning towards Hirsch. As, as possibly telling the truth, because from my understanding, a yacht was rented from, you know, it was take, but it was rented by uh, 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 fake passports. So mm-hmm. there's no way of really telling who took it out there. But then this group had to go out there and had to know they had to go 190 meters down um, every 60 meters, you know, stopping for bends, whatever. They had to be professional divers, know their stuff to get that far down. And once down there, this is a concrete encased pipeline. So mm-hmm. they had to know how to strategically blow up two. And it was two. It was the Nord Stream 1 and the Nord Stream 2, very close to each other. Mm-hmm. But they set up these explosives uh, just so to be able to do the destruction that they sure. were hoping for. And the, what he was saying is, you know, like the, the U.S. interpretation is that this rogue group went. And it's like, how does a rogue group that we can't figure out the origins of or who's a part of it get do this? Yeah, I mean, you, you, you got to goal. Especially for you know uh, our our status in the in the world of uh, you know espionage and clandestine warfare. I mean, we have the money and the technology to provide the type of resources and training that the people would need to pull off a mission like this. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, sure, <laughs> it definitely like I at at the very least, I think we knew about the operation. You know, probably funded it, did some training, but I think it was sanctioned by. Probably a lot more people than just our government, or a lot more, I guess, you know, entities than our government. I think, I, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So, the people involved. I mean, who knows? You probably never know, like, who they were are, like, directly. Again, I'm sure, if, like, if they live in the life, if they live in that life, like, in that that gray area, that void of, you know, yeah, <laughs> the Wagner Group is that what it is? What was those? The Wagner Group's out in the open now, and yeah. they used to kind of. Well, no, they they operate in that void, and so far as they are not prosecuted for the human rights abuses <laughs> and murders that they commit abroad in the yeah. interest of basically Russian oligarchs. That's um, true, sure. Um, but, <laughs> and I just want to say, devil's advocate, 
because I do believe this Hirsch guy a little bit, but I'm not fully subscribed. I mean, we just researched it in the past three weeks, give or take, or today, one or the other. And but 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 so the divers, all you do is you pay divers who know how to do it. There's plenty of divers out there. You give them a hundred thousand dollars, shut up and do this. They'll go do it. We have Hirsch is saying there's Navy divers, like well, U.S. Navy divers. I'm saying opposite side because my oh, okay. like his argument is how can somebody pull this kind of thing off? Sure. And I'm like, I didn't research how the explosive went off, but if you put enough C4 on all this concrete, maybe the t- the Nord Stream 2 wasn't even an option. It was just close enough that the first explosion they made so big that they were like, nice. <laughs> you know, it could have been. You could just yeah. go down there and slap the shit on and hope for the best. I, mean, I got lucky as hell when the Ukraines blew up that one bridge between, uh, I'm not even sure, it might have been somewhere from like Crimea or somewhere connecting like those two different war zones. Like the peninsula that Russia, you know, it's the Crimea Peninsula, right? Yeah. In like the Donbass region that they've been fighting over since before this whole entire war kicked off when Russia fully invaded Ukraine. Yeah. Um, Full year it's been going on. It was either that or maybe I, I'm, it was it was a bridge that was important as far as like supplying the Russians. That's for sure. And this happened pretty recently, too, I guess. But it was in that van. They actually had footage of it. You see the van just going across and then boom, it's just like nothing. Yeah. yeah. And they actually said it was a lucky strike. Like, but that was sanctioned by the Ukrainians. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not I'm not saying the two were related or anything, no. but at the same time, it, it, it it's it's going to be hard to convince me that certain people from certain governments, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to say this whole like global elite Illuminati shit, but I feel like (laughs) there's, there's obviously a difference between, in a lot of cases, between what the, the public is allowed to know or exposed to and, you know, what actually happened and, you know, kept within the confines of the government. However, I am also a very practical person. So if, if we're talking like tens of thousands of people needing to be involved for something like, okay, like like an election being stolen, okay? There's way too many people involved for that to have like happened yeah. for everybody to not be able to, is like, you know, that's why like there's no evidence, whatever, regardless. Something like this, you like know, the there could be landing. a lot smaller, like there's, you can contain it more, you know what I mean? You can control like a leak coming out. So I, 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 I obviously, if this guy, Seymour Hirsch, has to have somebody it has to be somebody that like either knew about the operation or was involved in it. Yeah. But, and I would think so, but I'm still not fully sold either it way. Mainly blame the U S and Norway. I think if you look at it from the stance of like, who would it hurt financially? You know, like, does it hurt the U S financially at all? No. So I think they did it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying though. Like it's that easy. You just follow the money. Does it, did it hurt them financially at all? No, if it would have, then they wouldn't have done it because they would have yeah. had enough people saying, Hey, my uh, lobbyists are saying that's, I can't do this. And certainly an act of war. Yeah. But pl- there's been plenty of, and, acts and of it's war not like, yeah. And it's not like, right now. it's not like, you know, uh, Europe can't get natural gas from other places. So no, I mean, it, it disrupted some things, but mm-hmm. it, uh, I think, well, it, yeah, sure. I mean, if, the world economy is crazy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so I guess we'll never really know, but there's a lot of uh, facts in there, and I definitely lean to what we did. Yeah, just just, <laughs> just Google Seymour Hirsch uh, Nord Stream, and you'll find his article on his Substack. It's It's interesting. Yeah. Um, it's certainly convincing some aspects of it, and it's cool. Like, again, it could be a movie. It's just a cool, like, story. Like, just imagine it being, like, pulled off somehow, and, like, I don't know, you might have to add, like, some little firefight that didn't happen and like throw it in the movie just to yeah. make it fun. Like on their exfil on their yacht, like they got into a firefight with uh I don't know, some weird 
Yeah, Russian or maybe, faction. Maybe just a love triangle on the yacht. Yeah, know? sure, that'd be cool too. <laughs> a love triangle between Navy divers mm-hmm. from Norway and America that meet. Yeah, it's like we are, we are separated by the sea. I don't know why he sounded French, <laughs> but but we can swim to each other after. We, oh. After we place the C four, I see. I see. And then we detonate. Yeah, I see it too. Sun man. setting under like a mist yeah, of water coming down. It's As beautiful. they're like going away, and then you see the explosion in the background, and they kiss in the foreground. Mm. Mm. A wonderful story of of male navy military homosexuality. Don't get upset. Mm. Oh, you just assumed it was all men on this trip. <laughs> Damn, I need to re-examine my uh, my gender biases. Yeah, yeah, I definitely didn't make them gay, but you know it is what it is. Fine with it either way. However, they want to shoot it. All right, well, I mean, you know, it could be, it could be, uh, yeah. All right, sure. Either way, yeah, yeah. I'd want to, yeah, I'd want to see that movie. It'd be cool. Yeah. You know what I don't want to see? And Joe Biden can just be like, ah, ah. <laughs> probably fall asleep during it. Yeah, I doubt he has any idea what's going on with this this subject. Yeah, I mean, no, he probably does, but I don't know. I'm sure his military people know what's going on more. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. As far as, like, you know, because, I mean, didn't he say, like, it didn't, it was, I don't know why I can't remember this. I was, I had it right before we, you know, started freaking filming this, but I swear to God, it was something like, this was a Navy diving unit that wasn't special forces. So, for some reason, it would, oh, I think that's what it was, like, it would have to go across Biden's desk. But to me, I'm thinking like a special forces operation. You know, I I thought all of that would you have think to be that would approved. definitely have to go over the yeah, president's sure. Desk. So that's what I had it backwards. So in other words, Seymour Hersh is saying that Biden and his administration had to have known about this because it it was a again a unit that wasn't attached to a special forces group. Yeah. And so I get special forces needs to op- operate in like clandestine operations. Clearly, you know, like you don't want them obviously broadcasting anything that they're really doing. But you think that, again, like, I mean, when they took out Bin Laden, like, Obama was sitting there in the corner watching it the whole time, looking terrified. Yeah. Because he knew he was like, this will be my presidency. <laughs> whether whether we killed this guy or not. <laughs> oh, shit. I still think it's funny they that they put him out to sea. That's just a, that just a, drives me crazy. They killed Bin Why? Laden, and then they put him out to sea. Because there should, I wanted more evidence. I wanted to. I wanted to get to the bottom of all of it. You know, they just you can't leave questions to conspiracy theorists. Otherwise, you storm the Capitol. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. That guy that blew his freaking peeled his wig back was pretty convincing. You ever read that story? No. It's pretty awesome. I think it's just called the Operator, and the guy talks about his whole career. He was involved in the uh, the Captain Phillips hostage situation as well. I mean, he's a straight up red blooded American Navy SEAL, total fucking badass. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really agree with him that much politically, but he's. Pretty Can't badass. Be He's badass. <laughs> well, look. I mean, I, I've always said like I don't, I'm never going to bash the military because I'm I'm people that sign up for a military. I honor that because obviously you have a chance of going to war and being put in harm's way. Um, but I I just don't think that like if you're doing it to protect the country, I understand that. But I, this country hasn't been under attack from like you know a conventional military like since when our civil war. You know what I mean? Like we're not out there shooting each other yet. And even though all, you know, a lot of people want it to happen. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you got to understand, like, you're fighting for America's interests, and a lot of that times, it's corporate interests. So, I respect it either way, because you're joining the military and, you know, agreeing to be shot at and stuff like that. That's insane. Yeah, not something I'm not but it's do. also something that I respect as far as, like, the SEALs go in the special forces, because whether, I mean, whether you agree with it or not, like, the those guys, talents. those, they, I'm, I'm glad that, 
I don't want to say our side because I believe in all of humanity, like living together and like being cool regardless of, you know, freaking sovereignty and countries and all that shit. Yeah. But right now, I mean, I'm glad that like we have guys like that, that we can go out, that we can send out to dispatch really horrible people in the world. You know what I mean? And the fact that those guys do this in extremely like they're just fucking badass. They're badass as shit. And this dude's book, The Operator, I mean, like. The firefight he got in when he talks about how this dude just kept like yelling at him and stuff like that. And, you know, he said, What was the wig thing? What are you talking about pulling his wig off? He's, he, what do you mean, peeled his wig? He peeled his wig back. I don't know. What Freaking you're blew Bin Laden's head off. This is a guy that killed oh, Osama yeah, okay. Bin Laden. Well, here I'm thinking it's a wig. We're talking about conspiracy theories. I thought it was a fucking for real oh, wig. No, no, no. It's just, it's a figure of speech. Oh, okay. He freaking, you know, popped his gourd. Okay. Just like, you know, he, he said, he, he went, Osama. And he just like stuck his head out and went, pop, 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 and that's it. And these guys don't fucking miss. Yeah. 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 Fucking murked him out right there. Okay. Okay. Well, it's, it's awesome. The okay. guy's awesome, man. And, you know, he and he's allowed to have that ego and that bravado, in my opinion. Again, I don't agree with like, like he, he tweeted himself on an airplane when freaking, uh, when COVID was going around without a mask and everyone else had everyone around him. And he's like, I'm not a pussy. And I'm just like. Well, yeah, obviously you're not a pussy, dude. You're a freaking Navy SEAL from SEAL Team 6. You're one of the most lethal, badass human beings on the planet. We all know you're not a pussy. What you're being right now is just a fucking asshole. Yeah, we know you're not a pussy, but now we know you're also not educated. But but he did... Oh, oh, he is. If he doesn't understand the concept of virology, it's... You know, then he's an idiot. It's, it's not. No, he. It's not. <laughs> he, he might say he's not afraid to get it. He probably could understand the concept, dude. These guys are all smart. These guys are brilliant. Navy SEALs are not if dumb. He's not dudes. wearing a mask and saying, "Look at me being it's brave." A, it's here. a dumb no, thing you're being to a do. Fucking but, idiot and killing somebody else. Sure. if he doesn't kill okay, you. Okay, yeah, strong that's, enough to get it, but I don't care if I kill. Okay, people you're right. Me. That's irresponsible. You. You're right. That's irresponsible, <laughs> and that's not cool. But I'm saying that like this guy is still a very brilliant human being because these guys have to be. Like Navy SEALs are not dumb. They are extremely intelligent. They have to be. I mean, that's why there's only 3,000 of them in, like, in, in operation. Say, I, at, like, I would never say Navy I know, I'm SEALs sorry. are dumb. I'm, I'm not, not saying get, that. I'm well, saying that's what he is. If he posts, and, well, like, that's of okay. the most elite, like, well, he did the, a stupid I'm, thing. I'm also yeah. not blanketing that all Navy SEALs are geniuses, okay? Like, I'm, no, not, I'm not right. saying they're Did we not just get smart. in our first argument? No, we've had arguments before. <laughs> but because I, I want to be, be clear here that I don't think all Navy SEALs are idiots, but I think there are idiots amongst their ranks. And when that guy posts that, I found one. Yeah, sure. All right. That's all. That's all I'm trying I mean, to say. I mean, just somebody that acts like an idiot. I'm just, I'm, I'm making it something it's not. I'm making it about his intelligence, not about his, his, uh, whatever, his social, uh, whatever, his manners or... Yeah. Well, you he, was, I mean? he like, was able to train and research hard enough. I bet if I asked him about a specific weapon, he'd know how to do everything about anything I would want to ask. He would know dude, it. But, but if saying, I ask him about why he would wear these a mask, guys he's going to be like, I would never because I'm strong. But I mean, no, I mean, in, <laughs> I mean, in terms of like smart as in like these guys can speak Farsi. These guys can speak all kinds of different languages. And they're those smart languages, as They could look it up and they still don't. So fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just okay. saying. Either way, the guy the guy's a badass. Okay. You should read his book, The Operator. He actually does he does freaking he compliments Obama in that book. He's there's one line where he's like it was something like he was talking to him on the screen and like in front of the commanders before they went and they were like, Well, we need some sort of like, you know, some sort of position or some sort of plan in case these guys like get caught behind enemy lines and get, you know, captured or whatever and Obama was like, Nobody's getting captured, all my boys are coming home. And he was like, you know, most of us are like Republicans, but I was pretty proud of my president that day. And I was like, oh, wow, cool. Nice. I mean, Obama shipped these guys out and they fucking dispatched the shit out of fucking bin Laden. 
Yeah. And I will say something about Bin Laden, dude. He was he was an inspiration in Afghanistan when the Russians were coming. He, dude, this guy was like building up fortifications in a freaking bulldozer where all like AK rounds are coming at him and shit. Like this dude's a freedom fighter that was respected. Like he is to be respected in that regard. But obviously, nine eleven, you know, it's fucking Throw terrible. All that out the window. You yeah, know. I mean, fuck. Sorry, it's fucking asshole. Well, no, I'm just. There's, it's just the way that like he's seen in different worlds, like the. What it really is is just the power of religion and controlling people that don't have, you know, an education, that don't know, you know, much more than, like, just surviving, especially in barren lands like there is in the Middle East and shit like that. So they yeah. use religion. They find freedom fighters and people come in there to their lands and try and take it over. And they look at this guy as a hero. It's just, like, where he's looked at in different different areas of the world. It's all perspectives. That's all I'm saying, dude. I'm not saying I admire, I admire the guy or anything. I mean, he's certainly got balls for, like, I mean, the dude fought, has been in, has been in plenty of freaking gunfights against yeah. the Russians and shit. It, you know, but similar, we fucking not, murked his ass out big yeah. time. <laughs> it was awesome. Che Guevara has that same kind of uh, idolization and, and reverie, but he's not, sure. he doesn't fully, I mean, he might deserve it for his revolutionary aspects, but what he did to get where he got was not as yeah. uh, roses and beautiful as everybody made it out to be. I think his last name's O'Neill was the guy that freaking blew Bin Laden's head off. Mm. Fucking badass. Well, that was a tangent there, but The Operator is a good book if anybody wants to read that. And I, I read plenty of freaking military books about these dudes going over there and fighting in the Middle East, believe it or not. Because that it. stuff fucking fascinates me. You know, I don't I don't I don't support, you know, like a lot of wars and stuff, because again, I think they're in the interest of corporations yeah. and stuff like that. And uh keeping the war machine going at home for like Halliburton and Boeing and all that shit. But uh, I mean, oh, just man, the man. Come on! Oh, I wasn't supposed to do that anymore. I'm not even. Not I don't even drink boozing. though. God, dude, you gave me carbonated lemonade. Well, I didn't think it would cause this issue, but there it is. No, it's not an issue, but <laughs> again, I just respect the fact that these guys are just so fucking. <laughs> Fuck you, man. badass. I'm sorry, I ruined it. Made an ass out of myself earlier. Yeah, being all dumb and shit, and now I'm just burping, all going right. on, getting well, let, emotional. Let, let's be. Let's let's. Uh, divert over to other useless air on the airwaves. Oh, it's and, cool. Uh, we got at least a get good to Fox News. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you know, Fox News and the Dominion voting machines lawsuit um, has brought a lot <laughs> to the light. And uh, what's really interesting to see is the reaction because it's like a news network is telling their viewers, like, "Hey, yeah, we lied," and they're all like, "No, you didn't." <laughs> You know, like, get the fuck out of here. They literally... Isn't it crazy? Yeah, Dominion... So Dominion Voting Machines was all part of the, you know, the election fraud bullshit, and they were defamed by Fox News by being told that they would, like... what what, what It was, like, some Cuban leader infiltrated the, the code within their machines mm -hmm. to then revert votes to biden and none of that makes any sense but fox news perpetuated it while in the back end sending emails to each other and text messages to each other telling how they truly felt about donald trump and this uh you know farce of a, mm -hmm. of a they put it this way they knew it was all bullshit but they didn't want to lose their viewership to oan or newsmax yeah which were starting to gain steam at the same time for doing the same type of conspiracy fucking bullshit like alex jones style and steve bannon style and all that shit Obviously, Fox News was the, the more major of them, but I think this is going to cripple the shit out of them, dude. I think they're fucked, and they're certainly going to have to fire Tucker Carlson. I mean, he's going to have to go away at some point. And you, you think this? I do. They, I really, their I ratings think he's, and their stock is higher than it's been. They really? are cruising. This is going away. You so know, this this is, is 1.4 billion if they lose. 
$1.4 billion. This is a $14 billion company. That could be an acceptable loss in their books. Because what yeah. does it oh, matter? Oh, sure. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, just, I don't know if label. Tucker Carlson is going to... six. I don't know, man. It's not like some other crazy network wouldn't fucking pay him the money that he wants to get paid for obviously selling his soul and these fucking lies. But, I'll just jump the news. But, back. I mean, he literally, he texted that he passionately hates Donald Trump. Passionately hates him. Okay, so, I mean, th- these, these are the people that are speaking to any anybody that listens to us and watches Fox News. And, like, if you don't want to believe it at this point, I just don't, I don't know. Like, it, I guess it always has kind of been about the constituency. Like you, we wouldn't have these fucking monsters and these these idiots and these freaking demagogues and shit out there if people didn't believe like so much fucking nonsense. So you know bullshit, what I mean? Yeah. And just and not have like an ounce of humanity in them for some reason. And I again still feel like at least in this capitalistic society that if you just gave these people, if everyone had enough money, they didn't have to worry about bills or feeding themselves, and they'd probably love everyone else a lot more. You know, that, that's course. the situation that you're in when you have to, like, work and pay for things just to fucking survive and that cost of living bullshit. But anyways, I mean, the the point is, like, you clearly have been, you've been had. If you're a Fox viewer, I'm fucking sorry. You have been had. And if you don't see it at this point, then again, I don't know what to do about this constituent, constituency of people that, that, that votes Donald Trump and Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene into fucking, yeah. into our, our, our government and Congress or presidency. I, I just don't. I, I don't know anymore. I don't get it. It's really hard to understand. It, but this isn't it, the first it seems time hopeless that, to me now. that Fox has been brought to the light. Uh, I believe it was the Stormy Norman. Or what was her? Stormy Daniels. What did I say? Stormy Norman. Stormy Norman. Uh, Stormy she Daniels. She probably gives a good Stormy Norman. Hey, uh, <laughs> I don't know what but, that is, but it sounds like it hurts. Yeah, probably. And costs a lot of money. Well, depending. But... Yeah. They, <laughs> Um, either way, Stormy Daniels, uh, you know, <laughs> Donald Trump paid her hush money through Michael Cohen because he was having an affair with her while his that's uh, on tape too. While his wife was pregnant, they don't but, care about that. No, though. they don't care about that. But so you know, it, during that court case of another defamation scenario, how Tucker T- Carlson got out of it was on the record saying, "I don't do the news; mm-hmm. I do entertainment." Yeah. Like he's like, you don't, if you take me seriously, that's on you, not on me, because I'm just trying to keep you entertained. That's why I said that he sold his fucking soul. Yeah. Because he doesn't realize, like, this really is. asking questions. Like, fuck you, because you're not reporting the news. You're just asking asinine questions that make everybody else think you're telling them what's real. Creating a bastion of confirmation bias for a lot of people in this country. And that is, that is terrifying because it gets people riled up. It gets people angry about shit that is either insanely absurd or just simply not true at all. Like, obviously, too absurd to be true to the point where you start questioning people's intelligence. And I don't want to blanket everybody that... Every Fox News viewer is an idiot, but... Oh, yeah, what? No, I have no problem with that. Not at all. You, you know, I laid like, that out there was, nicely for you. Well, you know, they featured fucking the, the sexy m M&M. and I mean, now I'm really starting to question... I mean, I certainly... If you're a Tucker Carlson... Yeah, I mean... Okay, all right, yeah. I mean, I, I do really question it. <laughs> like, how... I mean, it's just, it's right in front of your face right now, dude. There is, the, like, these people acknowledge that Dominion was not swinging elections for Biden, okay? These people acknowledge that they hate Donald Trump. These people acknowledge that, you know, the one, the one, there was one woman who reported something, some sort of truth out there or whatever about the election, and, like, Tucker Carlson had her, had her freaking fired or wanted her to be fired because, like, it was going to tank the company or some shit. Yeah. Like, you can see in these text messages how concerned they are with meeting their bottom line, selling their fucking souls to get paid to lie to a huge constituency of Republican voters in this whole entire fucking country. Yeah. And you've seen damage that it's caused. On, and- on, on day two of the, after the election was called, um, 
Katie McEnany, right? What was her name? McEnany. She was like the spokeswoman for Trump for the longest time. The blonde girl. Doesn't matter. But, you, you, no, it, it does kind of matter. But either yeah, way. Yeah, no, I, mean, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I always get her confused was, with Tommy Lauren because they're both, you know. Yeah, no, it was the other one. Tommy Lauren was more of like, she's now on Fox. Well, they're both on Fox News now. But either way. Uh, McEnany was at the podium. She used to do all the press conferences and just sure, yeah, divert yeah. all the I questions. know who you're talking about. So she's she came after, right after Spicer. The, yeah, she, she went up there after the election and she... Is literally, and Fox News has a live feed of her, and she starts saying about, we're going to look into all the people that voted that were dead. We're going to look into this and that. And the guy that was looking, uh, was, uh, you know, presenting this part of the show interrupted her and turned her off and was like, she's putting up unsubstantiated claims with no facts, and we're not going to do that here. He was, uh, I can't remember his name, but the... On Fox? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Sam Shepard or whatever? It wasn't him, but it was one of them, one of the lesser known, because they tell the truth the old guy, The old guy with the glasses? It, it, it was always Davis moderate or something. A, it was, no, I don't know. Yeah, it was Davis or something like that. But either way, you'd recognize him if you saw him. Um, but he shut it down. And then what came down from the higher-ups, this guy named Raj Sanaj, he's in charge of their brand, he said, like, this, this guy hurt our brand. Make sure this never happens again. Those were the emails that were passed around. Like mm-hmm. we need to perpetuate all fraud allegations as much as possible to, to accentuate our brand and make sure our brand, Fox News, the news network brand, doesn't get like filtered into actual news networks. Like we need to keep doing conspiracies and bullshit. Otherwise, if we start doing truthful shit, we're going to be fucked. And that, my friends, is how rampant, unchecked capitalism is ruining this country. Yeah, I mean, it's really where it all comes down to in the end. It's just another political mechanism. You know what I mean? It's Everything is for corporate lobbyists. Everything is for a brand or to meet a bottom line or some shit. Yeah. So, you know, lies are apparently very fucking profitable in this day and age. And in the age of information and the internet, I mean, it's so easy to propagate and the most, anything you want. I mean... The most recent Fox News lies, as you could put it, is over the insurrection. Yeah. The insurrection footage. Now, uh, Kevin McCarthy, who's the Speaker of the House for the Republicans... He is the House of Representatives. Yeah, this is good. He he allows Fox News and no other news network. No other news network. It was Tucker Carlson specifically Tucker deal, Carlson. that he allowed to have that footage while all of these texts coming out from Dominion is going on. Yeah. But like, this was their major distraction from it. This is the distraction it. move. Sure. And you can always see Sorry, it. Sorry, I didn't mean to take no, your no, point. No, no, no. It's fine. You added some. Um, but yeah, so it was 46,000 hours of footage from the insurrection. Like, pretty much all surveillance footage. So, Tucker Carlson uses his people, and they all put together a nice little cut situation where they've got a few of the uh, insurrectionists, like, looking at pamphlets. And you got a few insurrectionists, like, walking <laughs> down, like, the corridors in the line, you know, uh, made by the, you know, fabric, whatever, instead of being chaos. But it, if, if you you haven't looked at any of the actual footage of that day like this stuff they have sicknick before he died you know getting sprayed in the face they have bear, going through windows and you know they're uh, even the stuff carlson showed really painted the QAnon shaman the guy that had the horns really iconic character um being led in and walked around by the police and that did happen but it was prior to the actual insurrection and you can see him being one of the like first people through the broken window on the side. You know, it's again another iconic scene in my mind. It should be in yours as well. Is just how insane this insurrection was. How much chaos was going on? Like hang Mike Pence, all this stuff. He left all that out and acted like it was some peaceful scenario. All the Capitol Police, even the chief of the Capitol Police, said this is ridiculous that Tucker Carlson would do something like this and try to diminish. The what happened. I watched all the insurrection hearings. They were boring. And I don't think anybody could do it. But 
I did it. And the people that I testified, watched a lot of them. Yeah. And the people that testified were genuine human beings telling their experiences. Some of them were devastating from the Capitol Police. Some of them from, from the outside, from like sending texts to Donald Trump. But it was all painted for you right there. A pretty nice picture. You want to challenge stuff? You could go look into it and challenge it. But this isn't even real facts. It's just a, uh, you know, cherry picked couple clips of people when they weren't smearing shit on the walls. And they chose to do that. So again, Literally, I mean, they smeared the, shit on the walls. The fact that Tucker Carlson had his team do this again just speaks volumes to the fact that they're just they're catering to what people want to hear to their confirmation bias. But but it's just it's demonstrably false, and that I mean it's terrifying. Like it's it's really scary that it, that people just want to believe like they want to believe these falsehoods just because I don't know because they're because they're angry because they they think somebody's you know, trying to freaking ruin their life somehow, whether it be like an immigrant or a politician or, uh, you know, a homosexual or something like that. Or like, it's just, well, imagine. I don't understand why. And people will just, they'll just vote for anybody that has the craziest freaking shit or the craziest shit to say. Like, yeah, I mean, Texas wants to secede now. And fucking Marjorie Taylor Greene wants to separate based on Republican and Democrats. I mean, she's insane. Like, and people, people want this stuff because they're just angry. And I don't, I, just, I don't understand why it has it's it's sad that it's always boiled down to basically like prejudices and that are you know fueled through like religious beliefs that are skewed in some way or whatever or some some corporate lobbyists can somehow you know again fuel some political speech or campaign that can just divide people even more like as far as like climate change goes like the oil lobbyists and stuff yeah I mean people can just spread and propagate lies and I just don't understand why everybody wants to freaking believe it. They're just, they're angry. They're mad. And I, and I don't know. It's, it's a shame that it boils down to that, to again, to those types of things. Like the smartest thing they want to be mad at somebody was the fake news movement of referring to every other news network as the fake news media. The mainstream media became smart for their brand. Yeah. We're well, talking yeah, from a complete a bloody blood sucking, foaming at the mouth capitalist to be the only fake news. Well, not the only, but the most prominent fake news network to promote people, not listen to fake news, you know, painting the light on all of the other news networks has just created this thing where you watch Fox news. The, the people that at least can have some cognitive, uh, anything to them can say, well, I don't really like Fox News, but I definitely don't trust CNN. And then you just lose them completely. Yeah. But, you know, then you have people that go, well, I can't trust CNN. I'm, I've got to <clears throat> trust Fox News. They're the only ones not giving me the fake news. And they're getting all the garbage. And then when you watch CNN, they're not really good either because they do their propaganda only favoring the left. Yeah. You know, not all the time, but enough so that if somebody wanted to argue whether or not CNN was viable and a good source, it's like they do so many fucking dumb things like against Bernie Sanders. Because, you know, I, I loved Bernie Sanders. They yeah. weren't for him because he was for the people. So I don't like CNN either. But you got to be able to just filter through all the different news sources and find the subject. You know, there are people putting out good information and you can fact check, but you might have to read instead of watch your videos. And that's where it comes into, like, well, who has time? Because they're forcing us to work our asses off to get our groceries met. So it's just... Or, sorry, I might get real rude here, but at the same time, oh, who can read? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and but it's just like, you know, I, I don't know... That was fucked up. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's accurate in some levels, but it's, it's casting a wide blanket. That's it. their demographic. They hope for the people that won't research. They want them to just take their word for it. So they need idiots. But again, they use the demagoguery to, to, to stoke those fears and those prejudices. And that's what just like, that's, 
oh man, then it just fuels that base instinct of anger and like, yeah, you know, you you get defensive and you get angry and and you get scared of shit and it just I don't know, man. It's fear mongering. When one thing it's passes, sad. it's the next fear mongering. Instead of actual substance, it's just. The it just others seems are like, coming to get what you have. It seems like that crowd has just like the su- the support of like the mil- like you know the authoritative and, and the violent wing of you know our country from the military and yeah. the police, and that scares me that too. Was strategic, you know, guns. They all have a lot freedom, of guns, and you know, perpetuate that. But what are you gonna do? And again, I'm not even fully against. Like I, I mean, I'm I'm weird when it comes to guns, but. Well, I'm not fully against it, but they took up the, the, the right to bear arms regardless of anything because, one, they were paid by lobbyists, but, two, it fuels their demographic to be more, you know, like, out militant, you know, more sure. like, don't trust the government, have your weapons for protection, when if the government wanted your weapons, you're not going to get, you're not going to win. <laughs> government's just one big corporation, man, with a few people trying to fight for, you know, fight for what, you know, I and we and general population think it's right yeah whether they realize it or not yeah with, i mean whether, you know, they get budget, distorted what's that biden's new budget i haven't looked into any of that i heard that that just i haven't well it's just what the you past couple of days have been kind of nuts the gop are gonna veto it straight away oh i'm sure but it is what you want it's health care it's child care you know it's uh money child care is what i want that's important to me you guys want, know how expensive that is yeah rich i got conservative friends that have kids or about to put kids in daycare maybe or conservative listeners perhaps yeah. And Just it, wait. It's it's not, it's it should be free, but it is what it is. And, you know, the whole budget is really, really you know, it's progressive Yeah. instead of regressive. It, it is. And people That's, would say it's going to do, but it adds, uh, it's it, like the most effort to the military budget as well. And to me, I'm like, how can you be so fucking close and mm-hmm. yet so fucking far? Because they're going to shut it down because it costs too much when the obvious cut is the military budget mm-hmm. still more than 10 countries behind us we yeah. are the, our military budget is more than the the previous 10 countries mm-hmm. budgets combined and yet we still increase it and we can't talk about daycare for all when that would make more workers into the workforce but you know who am i so halliburton boeing yeah yeah it's all dollar bottom dollar you think it's going to go to our actual to the people that are actually in our military no you think that money's going to go to to their families as they move them all over the place from base to base. I'd like to repeat that there was a four hundred thousand dollar Sidewinder missile shot from a F one. Yeah, the twelve dollar that a twelve dollar yeah. hobby balloon. Yeah, that is so super- no. yeah from a from a hobby group. <laughs> so uh, no, I don't think it's going to go uh, to the troops. I think it's going to go to more um, Sidewinder missiles. Yeah, and you know, just flexing in the in the global platform, but. It is what it is. Hell, man, warfare is going away from troops anyways. I mean, every time you find, like, any videos of war in Ukraine, it's usually drones dropping bombs on Russians that are just, like, out there in the middle of some deserted-looking hellscape. Yeah. You know I what I mean? Do you watch any of that stuff? I go on Reddit all the time and watch, sorry, my... Again, I read military books. I don't know why I'm fascinated with people... I'm not getting killed, just... I don't know. It's the atrocities it's, of war that bring you in, that's all. Yeah, and, you know, I like those movies, and I don't, like, you know, I can't ever imagine seeing it in person, but it fascinates me what human beings have been through and can go through, I guess. But, can uh, endure or but actively do. There's actually not much. There's, I mean, again, these cameras are just from drones way up high, so you don't really see a lot of brutality in the Ukraine footage so far. I mean, I've seen aftermath videos. That's all over the place, you know. Did you see the hypersonic missile they shot just over the week? Well, I guess this no. week. No. Yeah, it was neat because I mean I'm, I've heard the term hypersonic missile, but I never quite understood it. And you see like a little light in the distance, and then mm-hmm. this big explosion. They hit a power plant uh, in yeah. Ki- in Kiev, 
But like the, it, all the Russians did. Yeah. Uh, as like as far uh, these hypersonic missiles are almost like you shouldn't be using them because there's mm-hmm. no defense whatsoever. You literally as uh, I watched the video twice because I wanted to catch it. I was like, where did it even come from? I just saw the explosion, and then you could see in the distance. Was that part of the like, Geneva Convention? What? Or whatever, like the rule, the rules of war across the yeah, whole world. Like you can't, matter. you can't use these missiles. Why do they even fucking exist? It's ridiculous. You shouldn't be allowed to fucking take giant machines and guns and go kill people in other fucking countries. It's fucking ridiculous. War is the dumbest fucking thing in the fucking world. Yeah. Like again, I'm not like if if humans weren't intrinsically violent. You know what I mean? Like I get that people like you fight for things, competition, whatever. But literally, just. I mean, I, I just don't understand it. I don't understand lining people up in little in, in divisions and, you know, exfilling and infilling out of situations after you, you know, get into combat. Again, it fascinates me reading about it. And I understand sometimes it is forced to that, but how it even starts, I just it just disgusts me about the human race. Like I understand that certain conflicts have to be responded to, but the fact that there's like there's rules, you know, like you can't use these these hypersonic missiles. Yeah. You can't use them because there's no defense. It has to be fair. There has to be some sort of defense. You know what I mean? It's like going back and forth. But have you heard points and stuff like that? Have you heard? You any, lost more. Yeah. Have you heard? You killed about more. You win. The dirty bombs, or no, no, no. Oh, what was that bomb that they would drop? It wasn't dirty, but um, they would separate when they hit. Like yeah, the, the cluster bombs. Cluster bombs. There, it was called the uh, the Moab, the mother of all the mother now, of all bombs. It was, but it was something else. It was something that you could use, uh, and Russia w- was using in the beginning. But it, okay. not all. When it would hit, it would kind of explode into a bunch of smaller bombs that would then blow up all around. But not mm-hmm. all those smaller bombs would blow up, and they looked like little balls. Yeah. So they would be left in the dirt or in whatever they were on, and children would normally find them years later and then explode. And so they were like, you can't use this type of weapon anymore yeah. because you can't guarantee that it's all going to blow up. It's not so much like it's going to be too much devastation in the moment, like nuclear stuff. Sure. But it was like the aftermath is that we're losing too many children. So this bomb is just no more. And then, so Russia yeah, uses I mean, it. And Russia doesn't give a and fuck. It's they're killing children they're left and it. right. And we talked about it as a war crime. Biden even said on the stage, like they're, they're actively doing war crimes. And then poof. It's gone. Nobody's every every U.S. president is a war criminal in my mind, too. Yeah, so. yeah, I mean, I'm not denying I mean, that. let's not forget that at the beginning of Biden's presidency, they killed, like, 12 aid workers in Afghanistan and called it a righteous strike for, like, a few weeks. Oh, General yeah. Milley, or General Milley called it a righteous strike. And, I mean, like, they were that shit you got to be held accountable for, man. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's just... It is. It is. And that, but that's what I'm saying. But like, every president does it. I mean, there's o- not Obama was the freaking, you know, the deporter in chief and used drones all the freaking time. Bush started a whole fucking war in Iraq that cost trillions of dollars over the past 20 fucking years. I mean, all these presidents are war criminals. Yeah. Every one of them. They sanction something that goes on somewhere that probably has collateral damage. Shouldn't happen. And again, it's probably just in the interest of either it's, the, you know, security, sure, but it's really just securing interests which are, you know, money involved all about capitalism and that type of stuff the oligarchs get their fair share yeah but um is that it actually under an hour yeah i mean we were going to talk about the weird mexican cartel kidnapping if you want to do that quick i don't know what the fuck i don't know if we can really trust that that was a that was an apology i mean really oh no no so it's not it's kind of a moot point it's just interesting i don't don't trust the mexican cartel at all i mean they fucking butcher people and shit man they're known as the scorpion group by the way and it's signed the scorpion group i'm like "Mm, so you caught the guys that kidnapped americans if if you don't know if you don't know the story there were there were four americans uh three males and one female who went down to mexico for the female to get some sort of tummy tuck surgery or something like that you know because it's cheaper elsewhere and they were kidnapped by 
allegedly a cartel, the Scorpion group. Mm. Um, or, I mean, I, I mean, who knows? Either They were definitely kidnapped. Like, there's video of it. It's crazy. And two of them were killed. So the other two have been returned. But this Scorpion group that's part of this cartel allegedly took the people that were involved and I guess had them all face down with a picture and an apology or something, which, you know, I'm not going to buy. I mean, I don't, Yeah. They, they, but they said it wasn't sanctioned at all by the cartel. And I'm just sitting here thinking like, like, why because, did, I just, why did it even happen to begin with? Like, I don't know what they were trying well, to if, achieve. If you look at it from the cartel's perspective, you're not right now. You're probably operating as you want to operate the people, the gre- the, the wheels are greased where they need to be greased so that you can get by the Mexican government and yeah. do what you need to do, but you can't kill American civilians oh for sure yeah so this group kidnapped american civilians for money ended up some of them died and so that's the, what you thought it was for them. just for so them being like look we're sorry here's the people that did it with a photograph of four guys with shirts over their heads and he's like and they will be and they're with. dead now yeah they're dead now but you know like did they do it because like what if it was what if it just happened to be a higher up son in the cartel do you think he's going to kill his son and say sorry everybody no he's going to say He's going to take just take four random people, take a picture of him, and be like, like what needs seen. to happen? But you know he like brings I mean? him home, and it's just like, what did you do? And then he gets backhanded or whatever <laughs> by his dad or whatever. Yeah. And, but, like, the protective mom who for some reason decided to marry, like, some murdering psychopath is just like, no. Don't do that. No, don't. Don't hurt my son. <laughs> but that's why I just kind of keep You idiot. Arms you killed like. an American. <laughs> yeah. But you can see why they would do the apology because they don't want... These two governments looking into their affairs at all. Oh, yeah, they want sure. to fly under the radar. They'll do mad kidnappings in Mexico, but as long as they're Mexicans, that's fine. <laughs> and, and how do we even know they are going to be dealt with? I mean, and I'm not might, saying, they I'm might saying just their be, perspective. Yeah, they might just be people that they just, you know, grabbed off the street and they're like, oh, these are the responsible ones. That's what I mean. We have no way of yeah. telling. So, and yeah. they're not really not the going to buy it. That's game, not going to so. work. <laughs> That's why I was I'm like, sure there's not going to be any forensics. I mean, I don't even know how these, how two of the Americans were killed. I don't. Really that was a gun. It was a shootout at the car. Like they, all the all of the uh, kidnapped were in a car that was shot up by the police. The Mexican. Oh, so the cops killed them then? Essentially, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, but it's not like that. That's what you. That's what happens. Yeah, sure. I in guess that scenario. I don't like to say it like that, but that is like kind of how it goes down there. And that's why the cartel are like, look, we, it, they're still being on the hook for creating a situation that killed three, I'm sorry, two, uh, Americans, American civilians. So that's are you tell me there are American lives at stake. Yeah. Yeah. We will do everything we can to bring them home. They were killed by the police though. Well, that's normal. <laughs> Especially in this country. It's true up man all right well that was that wrapped up nice in a little package for you but, yeah uh, for those that didn't know yeah apology terrible plus handwritten did you see it up. it was handwritten no by, i didn't like, see it i just i read i you know glanced by like a, whatever it looked like it was written by a right-handed person right and left-handed like it was crazy nice. shitty oh, like a, shit. like a hostage letter just like we're sorry yeah it's fucking crazy damn but tis well, tis. cool well that was episode two season two mm-hmm hope you you know, got some information out of it. Just yeah. please be convinced that Tucker Carlson is just a joke and lying to you. He's just trying to get you mad. If you want to watch Fox to... News, set some time aside to check out the other networks to make fun of them to your spouse or significant other. And just try and take a little other side in you know and what? see what it feels like. I just, I challenge every listener that of ours that happens to be conservative to just watch last week tonight, every week. Oh God, they'll never, no. Just, just do it. Just do it. Like, like maybe even like NBC's Lester Holt nightly news. 
Because then you get international news, which is kind of hard to lie about because it's like international mm-hmm. where co- those countries don't lie. And see which one's talking about real shit happening in the world. If you watch John Oliver, it's just left-wingers high-fiving each other the entire time. Every little intro and, in, and outro and everything. It is, it, but it will I insult mean. insult the shit out of you. If you can sit through that, then yeah, you're brave as fuck. And I recommend, <laughs> I mean, I commend you for doing it. If you're conservative and you can sit through John Oliver, Oliver is, through. A, but dude, I mean, sure, they, they make, I mean, they are very on the left, but at the same time, I mean, they're very responsible journalists at this, uh, you know, they, they do their, they do their research and fact checking and the, the sources oh, they use. Like they have a whole team that, you know, don't fucking fuck around. Yeah. They it, do thorough journalism. It's like, and it's not a, always, you know, they did stuff about AI. That's a pretty neutral subject. Like everyone should be pretty fucking concerned about that. Yeah. So maybe me. pick a topic that you're not really versed on and, and Fox isn't covering you. you probably something intelligent. Yeah, they always make fun of like Trump or somebody in the beginning. Of <laughs> course. It's just like, they're always in the news doing something dumb. I'm fuck. Yeah. It's so easy. It is, but you're, you're, you're trying to take a toddler and have them eat outside their peas plate. I gotcha. Okay. And you're like giving them sushi when you could give them a chicken nugget. You yeah. know, okay. Lester holds a chicken sense. nugget. <laughs> 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 All right, that was episode two, season two of the Slayers of Fordham Podcast. I'm a slayer of chicken nuggets, too. <laughs> yeah, Lester Holt would be proud. Peace. Later.